Andy Clark's Seven Ball Breakfast Show on 7FM. Good morning. I've got two very special guests with me today. We've got Arvind. All right, Andy, how you doing? Not bad, mate, not bad. And we got his uh, his son, uh, Q. Hello. How are you guys today? We're all right, thanks. A bit windy. A bit windy, we're a missus. You've travelled it from Bath. <coughs> Excuse me. We have. We've travelled all the way from Bath this morning. Have you noticed on the magnificent Severin FM? I'm wearing my Gloucester rugby uh, top today. Yeah. So technically, I shouldn't be talking to you. No. It's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so it's a bit windy today. So what was your drive like? Uh, windy. Yeah. <laughs> How long did it take you? It only took about 45 minutes. It was all right. Actually. M4, M5? M4, M5. Fantastic. Almondsbury changes. Empty. Was it really? Very good, It was good, was it? That's a lovely interchange, isn't it? It's a lovely one. Yeah, if they'd done it in blue, it would be better, I think, to be honest. We've got news coming up for you today. If you want to get in contact with us, there are a number of ways you can do that. You can do it by calling us on Gloucester, which is 01452 348555. You can text us by texting the word 7FM, or one word, followed by a space, and then your message to 80809. You can email us, and I don't normally do this. I normally get my hangers-on to do this. Um, but, of course, you don't know these numbers, do you? Because technically you're on my hangers-on, then. Right. Okay. <clears throat> they are up there on the wall, but uh, it's fine. You can Facebook us at facebook.com forward slash 7FM. You can email the studio at studio at 7FM.com. So there's lots of ways to get in contact. You can, uh, you can Skype us. You can tweet us. And my voice has gone all funny. Yeah. It's the emotion of the moment. <clears throat> I'm just going to drop my fa- fader and cough. <coughs> yeah, I don't think anyone heard that at all. <laughs> See, it's very subtle. Um, we got Barry going to give us a call at around 8.45. You remember Barry? No, we don't remember Barry, to be honest. I expect you will. We will tweet in within about four seconds of me saying this. Um, he, he was a guy that used to be on the, the uh, Seven Ball Breakfast show last week and uh, for the last year, actually, but he's now let me down and he's not bothered turning up today. Actually, it's planned, to be fair. So. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. So I'll tell you what we're going to do, guys. We will open up with Rihanna and Diamond. She's got two, two, num- she's got two top ten songs at the moment. So she's doing all right, our Rihanna. It's very good. Is Not she bad. getting on all right, yeah? I think she's doing well. Yeah, lovely girl. So this is Rihanna and Diamond. We'll be back after this to talk to our Vince and Hugh. My light in the beautiful sea, I just
I said we were going to talk over the outro of that and uh, if there's a nice bit of instrumental at the end and of course there wasn't so we didn't so we've got our vince in the studio today with us yeah good morning vince what do you do tell us a little bit about yourself well um we've actually known each other for about 10 years haven't we andy yeah, and we've yeah. been working at a um, well-known mobile telecommunications company for all that time together on some pioneering and groundbreaking <laughs> stuff <laughs> <laughs> yes yes a poetic uh, yeah. license there really. yeah so <clears> we uh, <throat> no we generally have been working together for, for a very long time um and we we still do actually so that's good and yeah. um <clears throat> with you know i'm what i do is i'm i'm look after one of our services it's mobile advertising um groundbreaking brand new fantastic stuff everybody yep. loves it can't get enough um so that's what that keeps me occupied during the day and then i go home to my my lovely family yeah so uh wife judy and uh, children max zara and hugh hugh's here today so uh that keeps me occupied in the evenings <laughs> Yeah, and then I come on the magnificent Severin FM. Yes, on the Saturday morning. So, what hobbies? What do you what do you enjoy doing? Do you do any sports? Or I don't do any sport now, so I can I can ask that question. Yeah, well, it's, I'm it's, not frowning or anything, by the way. I'm just no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we used to be very keen on sports. Uh, don't get a lot of time to, to do it seriously these mm. days. So, got a bit busy with work and family commitments, but uh, still try and do a bit of keep fit. So, uh, enjoy doing that. I used to. Do a lot of rowing at Terminova Bar. Ah, that's rowing right. Club, yeah. Yeah. It was a rowist, wasn't it? That's right, it was a rowist. Uh, yeah. Um, so they're, they're down at Newbridge on the River Avon and uh, doing really well. Of course, he Helen Glover was is a member of Minerva Bar, won the gold medal at the yeah. uh, London Olympics. Fantastic. Yeah, that really was. Yeah, it was. Do you know her? Good. 
Uh, I don't know her particularly well, actually, um, but um, I do know who she is. I can remember being down there in training when she first started, so uh, nice girl. Not around for tea at the weekends or anything like that? She hasn't been around for a while, actually. <laughs> been a bit busy with um, gold medal commitments, <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, nice club, very friendly. Um, so if anybody listening's interested in uh, rowing in the Bath area, the Minerva Bath Rowing Club is the place to be, I'd say. Fantastic. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. And we got here your your young lad, uh, Hugh. Hello. So how old are you, Hugh? I'm 17. 17? What a fantastic age. Do you remember being 17, Vince? I can't. Uh, well, we're going to hear later, aren't we, actually, what, what we you've are, been doing yeah. when you were that sort of age. Exactly, yeah. So what do you do then, Hugh? Well, uh, I'm currently taking my first year of A-Levels at Ruthington School. Uh, I'm sure nobody listening has ever heard of it, (laughs) because nobody ever has. Well, I think we've got probably a lot of Bath Mm. listeners listening today. Well, the number of listeners we have, we don't have this many. Uh, We've got at least two listeners today, so that's good. (laughs) All right. Uh, Yeah, so I'm doing uh, maths, physics, chemistry, and geography, which I'm sure a lot of people are thinking (sighs) right now, but it is hard, but I do enjoy it. Yeah. Excellent. And how long have you how long have you been doing that? Is this, is this college this is, or is it? It's this is sixth form. Si- oh, so, uh, I remember sixth form. Mm, right. Can't talk about <laughs> it really. Bit of an incident. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. So yeah, and what? what uh, so the subjects you were doing again? Just say uh, them again. Maths, physics, chemistry, and geography. Oh, great. Okay. And what do you in, what do you aspire to do when you get to Ooh. to Vince's age? To your dad's the, age? The big oh. question. Um, don't know. No, I'm honest with you. Do you know that's an interesting point because my lad, he's twelve, but by the time I was twelve, I knew exactly what I wanted to be. <laughs> right, <laughs> ambulance driver. Excellent. That's, that's what I wanted choice. to be. I had, I had this obsession with ambulances. Yeah, it's I got. Yeah. I, it's a shame. That's, uh, well, bus conductor is what I wanted to be. <laughs> 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 oh yeah, that's, that's the <laughs> dream. It is a dream. Living I tried dream. to live the dream. I just th- thought these little devices <laughs> with the round knobs on them. Yes, <laughs> well, haven't we all thought that? But no, it's funny, isn't it? How you think, uh, you, you do sort of think, oh, well, when I grow up, I want to do that. But my lad has no idea. Right. No idea at all. But then it sounds like y- yeah. you're not, you Plenty haven't got that time. bit of focus yet. You have got plenty of time, haven't you, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Got yeah. To so when you leave, what do you, do you, do you hope to do then? Um... Well, I'd like to go to university after I've Bath? done my A-levels. Possibly. 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 Depends. Don't know. Yeah. Might be a bit close for my liking. You know, yeah. Try and get away from Dad. No, yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, I respect yeah. that. Totally. <laughs> I totally understand what you mean. Yeah. Okay, so what opportunities, what, what potential universities could you go to then? Um, well, it all depends on what grades I get, but I'm hoping to go to somewhere like, I know, Bath or, you know, Warwick somewhere. Yeah, we're good, hopefully. Yeah, he we wants to say something, though. Go yeah, on. yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, the cheap ones. The, yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> no, we, we have been checking out the, some university options for him, and, you know, there's there's lots out there, but it really all depends on how he gets on, what he feels like doing. But, um, you know, Imperial College would be a nice one. That's a, a good yeah. one, really good, but, you know, tough to, place to get into. Yeah, but, I can imagine, uh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, I haven't really made your mind up just yet have you here we're gonna Not see yet. how it goes and uh plenty of time yeah plenty of time on that but so uh, in the meantime you know Hugh is very keen on uh playing badminton and football so he's you know doing a lot of that and so, football's most sundays isn't it taking up most of your time and yep. uh, yeah. played at county's 
and still do play at County Standard, I think, for badminton. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, quite a sportsman. Excellent. And, of course, we talked about... <clears throat> we did mention about your dad when he was possibly 17. Yeah. So, we've got some stories, or you've got <laughs> some stories for us, haven't you? So, I I'll have. tell you what we'll do. We'll play a song now, uh, and I like this one. Um... <laughs> I, pref- I do like this song. This is The Stranglers and Peaches. And when we come out of this, uh, Vince is going to tell us an interesting story about I'll do my best. his experience with The Stranglers. <laughs> think of a lot worse places to be like down in the streets or down in the sewer or even on the end of a skewer Down on the beaches 
You're listening to 7FM, and this is Jules Holland. It is indeed Jules Holland. Well, I'm not Jules Holland, not anymore. Not since uh, the operation, actually. Um, but what does that song mean to you, Vince? But it means quite a lot, actually. That was the, um, the very first song that got me interested in music. And uh, way back in the late 70s, I can recall I was just listening to... Actually, I was hoovering my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> and Excellent. I was, yeah. And uh, I was listening to the radio. It was Radio 1. It was Tony Blackburn in the afternoons. And uh, on came that song. And I just thought, what? this is just unbelievable. I couldn't believe what I, my ears were hearing. Um, so that was kind of the first thing that captured my interest in music. And then... Did you play any, any instrument at that time, or not at all? Uh, I hadn't. I'd sort of dabbled with a, a couple of uh, musical instruments when I was at school, but never really progressed it very far. So I played the trumpet a bit. And then when I was in the Air Cadets, I also played this sort of... Uh, I suppose it's a cornet or the trumpet, really. So uh, I had some interest in music, um, but that song um, by the Stranglers really just captured my imagination. I thought I was so overwhelmed by it. I thought I've got to go and find out more about this song. So was there anything particular about it? Was it the bass, the riff? What was it that you liked about? It? Yeah, I thought the whole thing was brilliant. The um, the bass sound is, is fantastic, isn't it? But yeah. I thought the whole arrangement of the of the song itself and just the the lyric and um, there's quite a bit of humour in the Stranglers songs as well, which you know interested me so the, the whole composition and the sound of the musical instruments and the arrangements and the engineering the whole thing i thought was just fun, fabulous so i wanted to find out more so uh, i did that um and that led me it, that kind of set off a chain of uh, events a domino effect actually oh, so right. uh, i thought to myself um okay i'm gonna find out some more about music more about the stranglers and uh, got gradually got more and more into this whole thing uh, I actually went to see the Stranglers. Went to see Elvis Costello and the Ramones. Oh, and the Elvis Jam Costello! And, yeah, um, and the Ramones. Yeah, and the Ramones. Yeah, saw a whole host of uh, bands from that era. Actually, and that, that really kind of captured my imagination. What year was this again? This is <coughs> about 1978. Oh wow! Actually, so a long time ago, but uh, the music was really interesting. It was very raw, very live, very um, you know, uh, just alive with uh, energy. So I thought, okay, I like this stuff. So I thought to myself, yeah, I can do that. I can be one of those guys on there on the stage playing music. So I decided to start uh, a band in the sixth form. Wow! And uh, so I took up the bass, and in fact played my first gig after um, holding a bass uh, for about mm, a minute. I would say. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, Excellent. Yeah, yeah. I um, no rehearsal. It was just me and a couple of uh, school friends just went on to uh, to play this gig. Um, and just ad-libbed for, uh, I don't know, 20 minutes well, or when, so. when you say a gig, what, what do you mean? Uh, well, we just... <coughs> um, was it a pub? Was it a... No, it was a, just a, a people's... A local school. Oh, wow. And um, we just decided to ad-lib this, uh, this gig for about 20 minutes. And it was, uh, it was an interesting experience. Um, I think the, the, you know, it was a bit avant-garde for some of the audience. <laughs> 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 So uh, the reception was mixed, I'd say, but uh, yeah, that was the f that was the very first time I played in, in front of people. Um, and from there, we were we carried on playing uh, various gigs, and um, things one thing led to another. Anyway, I um, I thought I'm going to write this Stranglers lot and uh, make some contact with them. So I did did just fair that. play to you, mate. Yeah, so I'm I wrote, impressed. Yeah, well, I, I found their uh, their fan club address, and I decided to write them a letter saying um, I'm a really big fan. Can you give me some money? <laughs> 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 I like I like yeah, your style. It was good. Um, yeah. And um, 
you know, said, I want to use the money to, um, you know, do some recordings and yeah, yeah, yeah. so on and so forth. So it's all for a good cause. Um, I'm not just going down the pub to spend it sort of thing. And uh, to be fair, uh, Hugh Cornwell did write back. Don't tell us what he said. I won't. I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll play a quick ad break and then we'll come back straight after because I want to know what he said. So we'll keep uh, keep you guys on suspense there. You are listening to the Seven Ball Breakfast Show this morning with me, Andy Clark, Vince and Hugh as well. And we'll be back to find out exactly what he said. Andy Clark's Seven Ball Breakfast Show on 7FM. Are you experiencing muscle fatigue, physical stress, unable to perform in your regular sporting activity, or just need to relax? Epione Massage Therapy is your local specialist in holistic and rehabilitation massage, including sport, remedial, and injury rehabilitation. We also do Swedish and Indian head massage. For a discounted trial with this advert, give us a call on Gloucester 722-156 and relax. Silent night. Hello, there's a fire. Please help us. There's loads of smoke coming onto the door. All is bright. Four people inside. We need to clear a room. Severe smoke inhalation. BP's dropping. Possible brain damage. This Christmas time, please turn off your tree lights when you're out. Avoid overloading electrical points and be careful with naked flames from candles. Fire kills. You can prevent it. To advertise on 7FM, email us at radio at 7FM.com. Music and news for South You're back with me, Andy Clark, Vince Weatherly, and Hugh Weatherly, and he's going to now tell us what happened. Yeah. Vince, what happened? <laughs> Well, I was waiting by the door, and the postman came along. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> True story. Yeah, he delivered a letter to me, which was from Hugh Cormer from The Stranglers. Uh, M- can M- I just ask, is there any reference, Hugh Cormer? Well, there is a there is a connection there, actually. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, pointing it uh, at yeah, Hugh, actually. Uh, you wouldn't, yeah, a listener wouldn't, wouldn't appreciate that. Ah, yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there is a webcam, actually. If you want to see, just but on that point, if you want to see Vince and Hugh with their cans on... Uh, then if you go to 7fm.com and have a look, you will see a very nice photo of them, which yeah. gets updated every five minutes. Right, brilliant. Yeah, well, excellent. I'll make but sure what I happened, though? Sorry, so yeah. What happened? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, Hugh, fair play to him. Hugh Hornwell did uh, return a letter to me and said, well, you know, uh, that he wasn't really going to give me any money, but he was going to give me some invaluable advice, and it was <laughs> it was more than two words, which was, I was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. so no, he was very polite, actually, and he said, if you know, if there was anything he could do, to help or advise and he, he would which I thought was pretty good going from a uh, you know letter out of the blue from yeah. somebody who didn't know who it was um, uh, how, just on that point how big were they the Stranglers at the time were they very big yeah I mean, or were they on their sort of riser uh, well they'd done they'd done three albums they'd done the first three Rattus and Vegicus No More Heroes and Black and White so they'd had a number one album they had sort of top ten singles I think and yeah. um, doing really well actually yeah and we'd I suppose we fast forwarded to about 1980-ish by now and um so I thought, well, okay, I'll take him up on his offer. So I basically phoned them up then and said, you know, you had his number. Yeah, I had his number. Well, they they, they had the fan result number, you know. Yeah, gave gave him a call and uh, said we were doing some recording ourselves at a local recording studio. 
um, on such and such a date, did he want to come along and um, join in? And uh, he did just that, actually. We were in the middle of the recording on a Saturday afternoon. There was a knock at the door, and uh, in he came. And I think there was a... In your, it, hang on a minute. He, so he came in to you while you were practising? Well, we were recording. We were doing a, a demo, and uh, he came in to um, sort of lend uh, his uh, advice and uh, guidance, I suppose. And, How fantastic uh, is that? Yeah, it was. We were uh, a bit, bit starstruck at first, thought, you know. Oh my God, you know, he's actually too nervous. Yeah. We were a bit nervous, but, uh, you know, he was good. He stayed for a, a good few hours and um, helped us uh, kind of with a few things and uh, then disappeared, uh, which was good. But then a bit later on, I got another call from him saying, uh, would we like to join them on part of their um, Raven tour? Yeah. So, uh, <coughs> yeah, I was, I was a bit sort of... What, say that again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that yeah. Right. So, Go on, yeah. go yeah. on. Yeah, so uh, <coughs> that was it. So we said, yeah, well, we, you know, okay, we will. Um, as you do. Yeah. As you, as, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd better buy, better buy a bass guitar now. Given we've got it that always helps, doesn't it? It does. Um, so uh, that was a very, very interesting introduction to the music business proper, I'd say, at that stage. It was a, a little bit like uh, lambs to the slaughter, actually. Yeah, I can imagine. So uh, I expected the, uh, the the full star treatment, where you just kind of turn up in a limo and... <laughs> Kind of <laughs> yeah. you know. Someone's combing your hair for you, exactly. And food, having your nose all laid out. Yeah, and it, it just wasn't like that. And um, we kind of we we turned up, um, and they just said, "Well, there's you know, there's a stage. Set yourself up. You know, wh where's your PA? Where's your lighting man? Where, you know, I said, well, what do you mean? What are they? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I, I started to get a bit of a sinking feeling at that stage. Thinking, hang on a minute, we're, <laughs> what are we going to do here? Out of our and, depth. Um, yeah, we were a bit out of our depth, but it was uh, it was a hard introduction but to, to be fair yeah, but that's great yeah it was it was a, a good lesson um and to be fair to them they said look okay you obviously obviously don't really know wh what you're doing so we'll help you out but they were they must have been in that position at some point they've probably forgotten but they were they'd have been in the same position a few years earlier wouldn't they i think yeah i think they <coughs> were there <coughs> quite a, a tough time didn't they when they first started definitely in yeah and they were struggling to yeah. uh, to, to get gigs and to, to make it really and um so they they just lent a hand their PA guy and their lighting director um said they'd, they'd sort it out for us um and you know we got to talk to, the, to the, all the stranglers and they're really helpful nice people actually I was really surprised Jet Black particularly was a, a great guy yeah so um we then played the uh, played the gig um quite a big audience over a thousand people wow um, yeah for, and for uh, you know a young lad who's kind of just been practicing in a garage it was uh, quite a big big event um, yeah, I should say. Yeah, but it was all right. It was all right. And, uh, yeah, went away from that with some very happy memories and um, some good lessons learned, actually. Yeah. So... Well the uh, bruises from stuff being thrown at you <laughs> on stage. Uh, so how did you go down? Um, well, you know, like a lot of support bands, we, um, you know, they were still booing them when we were on stage, really. So. <laughs> <laughs> good answer, mate. Good answer. Yeah. Did, I mean, can, can you can you remember that nervous feeling you had when you walked out onto that stage? Did you feel sick, or did you just think we're just going to do this? What? How? Did, can you remember how you felt? Yeah, I, I think I was pretty nervous actually. Um, I, I did. You know, the old knocking knees and thinking, you know, oh my God, what yeah. have I done here? Did I really want to do this? But um, it was okay. Um, you know, it was a, gr a great life experience to have. Yeah. And um, I think it got, it, it, it got better as it went on. Did know? it really? Yeah. But they do because you're less nervous, aren't you? Yeah. Especially if you get a bit of feedback. We did, um, I was in a band and we did Battle of the Bands in Gloucester about 1980-something. 
and uh, we came third out of three bands which is fine <laughs> yeah <laughs> which is not, not um but i can remember i was so self-conscious playing the keyboard i kept turning my keyboard down oh and then the bloke at the back kept turning it up because oh, right. the fallback speakers <laughs> yeah. were like blaring at me and yeah. i just got but so i mean well it was it was great and then um that was uh, that was kind of that we didn't um we didn't really get involved too much more with the strangers they loved us that much but uh, i thought that was a good that was a yeah, good helping hand you definitely know? Um, what was the name of the band it was called originally it was called jono and the dossers okay. <laughs> <laughs> so who was jono well, Jono was a school friend of mine, actually. Um, his real name was Jono as well. Really? So, yeah, yeah. And um, he, um, I don't know, over time he's not involved in music anymore. But um, that band then um, led on to um, a few other things, actually. But um, I don't know, maybe we'll talk about that. Yeah, let's in a do bit. that. Well, uh, this is great talking to you. Great talking to you. Uh, did you know all this? I suppose you did know all this, Hugh, did you? I knew bits of it, but, you know, there's some things in there that. So he's I, a celebrity, really? Yeah. In that. Well, yeah. I mean, well, yeah. who knew? Who knew? <laughs> exactly. I tell you what we'll do. We'll play, um, we'll play a new song, actually. We'll play uh, Gabriella Applin, who's uh, doing the cover of The Power of Love, um, and she is currently at number nine. She went down five uh, last week. So we'll play that now, and then we'll be back after to talk to Vince a little bit more, I think, as well. Might do a bit of news as well in between. Yeah, Excellent. A bit of news. Yeah, a bit of news is good. Okay, this is Gabrielle Applin and The Power of Love. I think I prefer the Frankie Goes to Hollywood version. Do you? It's a good version. It, yeah. <laughs>
not a bad version it's not a bad version do you like that one yeah it's good very good but uh, holly johnson was on the uh, on the television the other day wasn't he is he upset about this do you think uh i think he'd see it more as a compliment to uh yeah. to what he's done before actually so uh, yeah he was looking okay he was um, how old is he now i don't know i suppose he must be 40s maybe oh, really? perhaps a little bit older now i don't know but uh yeah he's still out there still still having it large well, it's quite funny, because when I was talking to, um, Jules Holland the other day, uh, did I mention I was talking to Jules? Then he said that, um, the tube, um, Frankie Goes to Hollywood was found on, by, by the tube. Yeah. Um, and they, 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 they if you if you go onto YouTube and look for their first video yeah. of Relax, I think it was, it doesn't, it's not, it's, there's yeah. no mixing, it doesn't sound very good at very all. Very different, wasn't it? I remember, yeah. I actually can remember the, uh, Frankie Go- Goes to Hollywood being on the tube. I, I'm oh, that can old. you? I can indeed, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they were picked up <coughs> on the tube, weren't they? And they Trevor were. Horn got very interested in them. And, uh, Trevor Horn. Trevor Horn, yeah. Buggles, yeah. Of Buggles of Bass. Yes, yeah. yeah. Two-string bass. Yes. Um, <laughs> What's that, <laughs> that two-string bass? Yeah, he had, he had a bass <coughs> that only had two strings on it rather than four. He went the opposite way. Yeah, I thought it was so good. He must he, have had to move his hand further up the fret then. He probably did, actually. I was thought, you know, two strings, that's good, but it's one more than I normally use. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you remember, um, do you remember, um, I've forgotten it anyway now. <laughs> oh, blimey, what was it, a spinal tap? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah so so where do you go, uh, where, where, where do you go, where do you go at 10? <laughs> well, you go to 11, 11, don't you? Yeah. 11, all the way why, up. Yeah, why don't you just make 10 louder? Because uh, this one goes to 11, doesn't it? Exactly. They were American as well. They what were. fantastic yeah. English accents they Brilliant, put on. Brilliant, weren't they? Really good. Oh. Excellent. Yeah. I might have to watch that later. Yeah. Now. Two visionaries, weren't they? Yeah. Fire and ice. Yeah, and, that's uh, it. And the bass player saw himself as being, you know, <laughs> the sort of intermediary, like a bit like lukewarm water, wouldn't he? Yeah! <laughs> Harry Shearer. Was that his name? That, and he's the one who does all the Simpson voices. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, he does. He that's had that right. fantastic moustache, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. Like Ringo really. Starr. Yeah. What was his right. name? Some Derek Smalls. Derek Smalls, wasn't yeah. it? <laughs> Couldn't get out of the pod, could he, on stage? That's right. Closing. Yeah, it was a fabulous film, actually. And when, and when the Pixies were jumping around, and they lowered down the Stonehenge, and he went, is this some sort of J 
joke. <laughs> no, you said 18 inches. He said, I said 18 foot. Not 18 inches. <laughs> yeah. And they lowered this little thing there. No, yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's My friend Paul, who you may have heard on, uh, he, ran, he is in a band called um, Monkey Face. They're doing a charity single on, on iTunes. Um, he, me and him, we could just, well, like this, spend hours talking about it. Yeah. Fantastic show. Um, Great rock and roll. Oh, yes, rock and roll. So, it's come up again. It's 20 minutes time, uh, twenty minutes later than it was when we did this 20 minutes ago, which is interestingly not of any interest at all. I will stop speaking, because it's time now for a ad break on 7FM, and we'll be back after this, and we'll do a bit more talking, and then we're going to play another song, and Vince is going to tell us what that song means to him. So, we're going to go to an ad break now. Andy Clark's Seven Ball Breakfast Show on 7FM. Thank you for your support of 7FM throughout the year. In 2013, we want to become bigger and better, working hard to be your voice in your community of Gloucester. Please spread the 7FM word, real radio made by real people right here at the heart of Gloucester. From all of us here at 7FM, we wish you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. The drivers are ready for the warm-up lap. Away they go! Except one! He's sitting on the grid, eating a bowl of hot soup! There are lots of ways to warm up this winter, like eating regular, hot, healthy meals. Find out more at nhs.uk slash keep warm, keep well. To advertise on 7FM, email us at radio at 7FM.com. You're back with me, Andy Clark, with Hugh and Vince Weatherly as well from Bath, who's been talking about uh, some of his sort of brushes with fame and uh, the music industry. And he's going to talk in a little bit, in a little while, about um, some other uh, interesting things that's happened to him through his career. So oh, before we do that, we're going to um, we're going to go to the weather. Um, I'm sure you guys are actually very interested in what's going to happen today because it's uh, it's not looking good. I'm afraid. So, weather today. Heavy rain through the morning, giving the risk of flooding, gradually clearing eastern areas by the start of the afternoon. Turning brighter and colder behind the rain band, with scattered showers following. Heavy in places at times as well, so watch out there. Remaining windy throughout the day. Tonight, it's going to be scattered showers continuing overnight, especially towards the west, with drier and partially clear uh, skies as well. Staying windy. Mm, it's going to be staying windy. Can't beat a bit of wind, can you? you Actually, can't. you can at the moment. We don't really want it. No. It's not good, is it? It's not good. Bit so, windy, bit wet. So wet and windy. The next song we're going to play shortly, and you're going to talk a little bit before, is um, is a bit of tears for fears, actually. So yeah. what uh, what's all that about? What's the connection there? Yeah, what is it? Well, uh, as we was, I was saying earlier about the the Stranglers and what we were doing there. After that, um, I used to just uh, hang around. Uh, <laughs> were you one of those guys? It's like, oh, he's here again. Yeah, were you? Well, that's good though. Fair play to you, mate. Hanging around, just like the Stranglers, um, around the um, Crescent Studios in Bath, which was a recording studio oh, at the yeah. end of Walcott Street. Brilliant yeah. place, actually. Um, and um, just to sort of see, you know, what was going on. And that kind of led to one or two different things, and um, I got to uh, kind of got to know on the periphery of the people I knew um, a band called uh, Graduate, uh, who had a, a fairly successful single with Elvis should play Scar. Yeah, yeah they're a good band actually, really yeah. good band, and they just sort of oozed talent. I felt and uh, really interesting music, 
good at what they did. Very big in Spain. Yeah. Bizarre. Yeah, well, the lead guitarist, lead mm. singer was of Spanish. Um, ah, right, okay. So, right. so, so there's, there's a tie there, that yeah. Connection yeah. There, but uh, they they were the guys that I would have said were going to be the uh, tip for the top, actually. Yeah. Um, so, uh, one day, I was driving along in my car, very hot summer's day, and my car started to overheat. Not very interesting story. No, I no, know. go on. Anyway, I so know where this I, is going, yeah. but it's good. So it's what good. I decided to do was pull over into this very large uh, private residence along this street, and I just happened to know the guy who lived in this house. His name was Ian Stanley. So I thought, well, I'd just go in there and ask for some water to uh, keep my car cool. So I uh, did just that. Knocked on the door, so there he was. Opened the door, said hello. He was a very friendly guy. Yeah, come in. Um, <laughs> really? Went in. Yeah, no problem. Well, we kind of we kind of knew each other from uh, the hanging around in the oh, studio. Yeah, sort of thing. Course, so kind yeah. of knew each other. It wasn't like, well, who are you? What no, are you doing in my house? And, uh, <laughs> get off the premises, or I release the house. Yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't quite as random as that. There was <laughs> no. A little bit of luck in there, um, as well as being sort of purely coincidental that my car was overheating as I drove past his house. So went in, knocked on the well, knocked on the door, went in, and. Uh, was trying to get some uh, well, he was giving me uh, some water to put into my car and just as i was uh, in there they had a studio in the house oh. unbelievable and, how cool is yeah, that and uh in there making a demo or a tape i suppose it was in those days of their music was two people from the graduate and it was uh, roland orzabal and kurt smith who actually went on to become tears for fears and there they were recording their very first um, few tracks, so they had Change, Mad World, and um, yeah, and then one thing led to another. We'll be back after with this to hear some more about Tears for Fears with Vince Weatherly on 7FM.
Nice little fade out there. We can talk over that one, you know. Very nice little fade out there. So, Vince. Yeah. I'm sure you're going to tell us what else happened. Uh, yeah, so there we were. And I was listening to um, their demo tape, and I just thought it was knockout. You know, you could, I could, you could just tell from listening. So they were the there. Demo. They were there. They were in the studio in a house that I just passed by to get water for my uh, overheating car. Recording a, what was a great demo that basically gave them the doorway into uh, their music uh, career. They sent that demo off t- through the post. Did they really? Set tape to Mercury Records actually signed them up. So it can happen. Anybody's listening. So they weren't. When, did you know who they were when you went in there? Or did, were they just some people? No, I did know who they were. So I'd known them a bit before from their band Graduates. So I kind of knew them, but I, you know. <laughs> I wasn't their best buddy, but I didn't no. know them sort of um, by face and say hello in one thing or another. So uh, and I obviously realised that they'd had a bit of success previously with uh, Elvisham Play Scar. Yeah. And a uh, follow-up single, actually, called Ever Met A Day. It's great stuff. Um, so then they did their demo tape. They got signed up, and um, they were released... Um, I think the first major hit was Mad World. Could be wrong. Yeah, that, well, I think so. it was. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. So uh, <coughs> that was really good. Um, and it... When I used to play in, in in my band in Bath, they used to come along and watch. Actually, which was which was quite a compliment I felt. And yeah. it's very very complimentary things to me about the music I was still doing. Um, obviously, not nowhere near as good as their stuff. But uh, there were a few other spin-off bands from the Graduate as well in the in the local area. I think um, I can't, it might be Neon Naked Eyes, uh, Climbing Fisher. Actually, I think were derivatives of of the oh, yeah, uh, no, that Graduate name. Band. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, that was kind of the Bath scene. It was a bit like the uh, the Mersey Beat, yeah, you know, the Manchester scene, and there was so the you, Bath yeah, because I, I would never have thought of that. But I suppose yeah, because you had quite a few sort of celeb people living around there, didn't you, artists, didn't you? Yeah. So um, there were there were one or two people. Peter Gabriel. Peter Gabriel. Yeah. 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 His studio out at Box. And, yeah. Uh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Hugh Cornwell was quite local. I think uh, Jet Black was local as well. Um, obviously the Tears for Fears they started their, they had a uh, studio at, at uh, Hinton Charthouse as well hmm. the Wall Hall I think that was called so that drew in other people around yeah and uh, from time to time other people would just pop up you know you'd be walking along the street and there'd be somebody who was uh, in the music scene it's a uh, quite a trendy place though Bath and it's, a bit, it's a little bit like Cheltenham in that way that yeah. you know it's it's got that uh, yeah sort of rounded polished veneer on it hasn't yeah. it that people like to be associated yeah, with bath so right. it's good yeah it is good actually <coughs> and, apart um, from the rugby sorry yeah the rugby's not so brilliant at the moment is it but uh, <laughs> <laughs> mention the rugby. <laughs> <laughs> so i get that one in there but no it is i mean i suppose it's a, an ideal place to be it's a spa town again like charnham again so it's yeah so uh yeah that that was really interesting time and uh, uh, andy partridge actually from xtc fame he was yeah uh, he was making plans for nigel he, he was at the time and uh, he was very keen on um, Tears of Fears. He, th- he felt that they were the band most likely to. Um, so, great stuff. Yeah, and, indeed. And gone on from <coughs> to strength and then had several several big hits. And the funny thing is that the guy who was playing that guitar solo on the, uh, on the track we heard just now was also in a band at the time called Violent Blue. And uh, there's another story about where that took me. Oh right, okay. Well, we'll play. We'll play a. Uh, we'll play a top ten hit at the moment. So we could play PSY and Gangnam Style, but I think it's being done to death at the moment. Although it's made ten million quid for that bloke. Has it? Did you know that? I didn't yeah. know that. Fair play, YouTube. Yeah, yeah you're the uh, first video yeah. to get a billion hits. Yeah, not bad. Billion hits. My lab was telling me that the other day. Mad. So we're not going to play that. And we're not going to play any Christmas songs today, neither. They have been outlawed now on 7FM under the 1927 Not Playing Christmas Songs Act, uh, which I just made up. Um, so we can't play them. 
So, I'll tell you what we do. Do you like... Um, it's irrelevant whether you like it, actually, because I'm going to play it anyway. But this... Um, can you tell, if when I play this next song, what artist he wrote this styled on? So I'll play this now, and you tell me who you think it's styled on.
Hey, what a great ending there. And that's, as Barry calls it, a cliffhanger. Um, and it's always one that I think I'll talk out over the top, top of that. And then it's, uh, it does that. So it's rubbish. What, um, <laughs> now, so can you tell who, which style that is written in? Um, that sounded a bit like the old police. It did, didn't it? Yeah, it sounded a bit like their early door stuff. And apparently he is a great fan of Sting and the police. And he did write that. In a in a police styley, did it in a police styley, just like the stick. Mm. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> so you were saying something about the police just now. Yeah, you? that's right. They came to Bath in um, the I think it was nineteen eighty, something like that, and they played support slot to a band called Alberta C. Trius Paranoius, which uh, is a bit, uh, a bit of a mouthful this time of the morning. To yeah, say it that, is but, indeed. Uh, yeah. Um, they, uh, so they were playing support, and the, the um, they were they were really good. Everybody thought, "What a fantastic band!" Um, and the interesting thing about this gig was, in rather than having big burly uh, bouncers on the door, they had these very attractive young ladies who would sort of sort of say to you, "Would you mind just kind of stepping to one side rather than just sort of shoving you out and picking you up with the throat and throwing yeah, you through a window?" Exactly. I thought that was a very nice touch. That's actually. a very different. I've never different, seen that before. I've never a... seen that before or since. Actually. No, it was, it was really nice. Excellent. What year was that? Around? I, think was, I think it was about 1980. So what were they playing? Can you remember what song? Were they playing well, they police were, stuff? Or? Yeah, yeah, it was the early police stuff, so it would be Roxanne, stuff like that. that um, yeah, they were really good, and it was obvious from just watching them that they were going to make it big, massively big. Um, really, really great band. Yeah, because his name was, isn't it Paul Sumner or something? Is it Paul Sumner? Yeah. Go- yeah. I don't know what relevance that is. But Gordon. Well, oh, Gordon. Yeah. Gordon Sumner. Gordon Sumner. Yeah, Gordon yeah. Sumner, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't know them, though. No. <laughs> you wouldn't be uh, sort of knocking on their door for a pint of milk or no, a cup of sugar. No, I wouldn't. Like out the young ones. by into his uh, studio at home, which I think he's got. Yeah, indeed. Sure. Yeah, he has, hasn't he? I saw him on a, a programme. He came across as a little bit arrogant to me, I thought. I don't know if that's how he is or um, if, that, uh, if that's his general sort of persona, but he did come across as a bit... Because he's a Geordie, isn't he? He is a Geordie. And, but you would never know it by listening to him leak. No. And his teeth trousers. And was a school teacher. Yes. He became a, a huge international recording artist. Indeed. Hence the song, um, Don't Stand So Close to Me, or whatever exactly. it's called. It was something like that, wasn't it? Don't yeah. Stand So Close to Me. Yeah. So you have never met him? I haven't. Quite frankly, yet. that's just not yeah, acceptable, no, to be honest. Right. No money that's it's together. So, it's great talking to you. We're going to be back after the news. Uh, this is the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with me, Andy Clark, with Vince and Hugh. Uh, we've got two more stories to listen to from Vince after the news, which we will be going to in about one second's time, if it all goes right. Across South Gloucester and around the world. Andy Clark's I'll show us doing that. The show on 7FM. That's a bit broke. That shouldn't do that. That's quite scary, that. Um, we were talking just off air, actually, about um, the Olympic hero stuff, weren't we, Hugh? What's we all were. that about then, mate? Uh, well, the Bradley Wiggins, who won the Tour de France uh, and Olympic gold, uh, has been knighted in the New Year's honours list, dominated by London 2012 medalist. The cyclist appeared on a special list drawn up uh, to recognise 78 Games heroes. It's not bad. Uh, Paralympic cyclist Sarah Story becomes a dame after taking four gold uh, medals while the most decorated sailor in Olympic history, Ben Ainsley, is knighted. Ah. Uh, also, uh, Catherine Granger, Victoria Pendleton, Jessica oh, yes. Ennis, uh, Mo Farah and David Weir become CBEs. I have no idea what CBE is, but... What's the CBE stand for? 
Uh, something of the British Empire, isn't it? Isn't it? Is it yeah, is it Com- Commander. Commander Companion or something? Yeah, something like that. Sounds good. Oh, and Andy Murray uh, oh, is yes. an OBE for his achievements. Yeah, to get something, didn't he? Yeah, well, yeah. yeah uh, cheesecake. But <laughs> 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 cheesecake or a, a piece of pizza. A nice ham. Be a nice ham, wouldn't it? Something yeah, like that for, yeah. as a present for him. <laughs> Just a... Yeah. yeah, to thank him for all Just, that he's done. You know, yeah, he's stuff. done a bit, isn't nice he? Yeah. He also looks a little bit like Phil Cook, doesn't he? It does. It, Bradley Wiggins. Oh, sorry, I thought Andy Murray. Sorry, uh, miles away. Oh, uh, yes, yes. But Andy Murray looks uh, looks a little bit like Phil Cook. Uh, it, he does. If you when he, you he does actually name come to mention. Yeah, I never realised to somebody yeah. like, what. Oh yeah. 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 Yes, Brilliant. indeed. Um, uh, yeah, Brad- Bradley Wiggins, what a guy. Oh, actually, what yeah, a guy. Definitely. He deserved a, a nighthood just for the sideburns. Mm, uh, yes, yeah, he does. Didn't he make really. some comments as well it, um, on BBC? Was that him? No. Oh, on the sports oh, personality. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, he did, yeah. definitely. Yeah. What, what just, was all that about? Well, that, wasn't that something to do with there was a, a free bar at the back, <laughs> all paid for by the BBC, <laughs> yeah. which all going out themselves, which I thought was great. Yeah. He's got incredible character, isn't he? And yeah. He really is a personality and a great sportsman at the same time. Definitely. So he thoroughly deserved that award, yeah. in my view. So, let's get back to you, anyway, which is more important. Yeah, absolutely, thanks. So, what's the next, uh, the next thing in your life the that, next that in my rock and roll life. Um, well, I think we got up to Tears for Fears, haven't we? We and did. what they were doing in Bath and the fact that they went on to, to great fame and fortune, uh, which was great for them, actually. And there was um, a guy who was uh, playing in and around uh, Bath at that time. Uh, two guys, actually. Um, one was called uh, Charlie Jones. Who oh, right, was a bass yeah. player, and he played for a band called Recorded Delivery. Um, and they were... They, I mean, Charlie, in my view, was just just fantastic bass player. He really made the, the bass talk. He was superb. Um, and uh, he went on to um, play for Robert Plant's band. Oh, uh, yeah, he literally went from playing the pubs around Bath to playing Madison Square Gardens, um, and then um, married Robert Plant's daughter. I think. Wow! So, yeah. From How about that? They, well, they live in uh, in well, they used to. His parents, I think, used to live in Clearwell, wow. um, which is in the Forest of Dean, very famous for its cave. Right. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not just the one. Yeah. There's multiple caves there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the ground's very red there, apparently. Really? Interesting. Wow. But, uh, you know, amaz- amazing. They, uh, he was such a brilliant uh, musician, and he played in a band called Violent Blue, along with the guitarist called Neil Taylor. Oh, yes. Yeah. No, Neil Taylor. What a guy, actually. Yes. Um, he went on to um, play for with Tears of Fears actually on the number of their hits and then from there went to play um, with a bunch of other people who uh, but has carved out a, a terrific career in the music business um, yeah. and I think he's actually still I might be wrong but I think he, he's still Robbie Williams' uh, session guitarist and uh, is he really? yeah he is yeah. wow yeah. fantastic brilliant guitarist well, you know just su- absolutely superb made, it, made that guitar talk yeah indeed so yeah. what is your next bit? My next bit about me. So there I was um, with, uh, obviously, rubbing shoulders with uh, yes. Tears and Fears. All these great uh, Indeed. Beside. Yes. So I was still, you know, very interested in playing in music. And I, um, I, I, I bumped into a guy called um, Neil Davidge, who was living in Bristol uh, at the time. And um, was um, sort of working out of um, his little studio in his house. And uh, we went, um, we just kind of hooked up. And um, I got into um, doing some recording with him. And uh, essentially, he was an incredible, absolutely incredible talent. Um, 
fantastic songwriter, singer, um, and his partner of the time was the, the lyricist of this band. So we spent about a year recording some um, some stuff yep. on his uh, studio at home, um, and then we we we, um, we we thought we'd tr- just find out whether there was any any interest in this this stuff. So um, we sent it uh, off, let the demo tape through the post, and uh, did pick up some interest from various people. Uh, management uh, companies from uh, London. Oh, right. Uh, yeah, some people who were managing Scritti Politi at the time. Really? Where, yeah, I mean, the music was very uh, much of that uh, genre about the mid-80s, so they uh, picked up on that. Uh, it was well-reviewed uh, in the local press, um, and then they we decided to put a, put a band together. So we spent about another year or two years, actually, looking for the right people to uh, to be in the band. Um, and then used to um, basically just rehearse that band until we thought we were ready. What style of music was it? Was there a style, a genre, or was it sort well, of middle of the road? Or well, I rock. Was, I would say <coughs> that we moved on from the um, sort of electro pop, uh, scritty politi type stuff and moved it more towards the direction of um, something like Simply Red. Oh right, okay. Yeah. So um, yeah, it was good. The songs that uh, Neil was writing at the time were, were really good, really clever stuff. Um, so we decided to uh, gig this band in and around the. Area got a lot of um, positive reviews uh, and uh, started picking up a bit of a following, and that kind of snowballed in, into one one or uh, two other interesting things. Um, got picked up some interest from um, management and publishing and record companies and things, and uh, it all looked like it was going to go in the right right direction, um, which was good. And then just sort of at a, a bit of a full full, full stop, really. I suppose oh. Neil decided that he was going to kind of carry on in his own Neil way. decided. Neil decided. Who that was he to decide? Well, I suppose, Isn't it a you know... democracy yeah. in the band? Uh, <laughs> 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 right. Well, I suppose he just felt that his career was going to be best served if he kind of went off in a different direction. Oh. Uh, so that's exactly what he did. But, you know... Me, me, me. Well, to be fair to him, I think he was a, a, a tremendous talent and still is a tremendous talent, actually. So uh, he was going to take it. It was his talent. And uh, that was it. So what's he doing now, though? <laughs> well, he's um, been... He's got, a, he's got a studio and he's got his own um, production company and he's, he's an engineer, arranger, songwriter. Um, oh, he's, I'd love that job. Yeah, he's, he's, he's superb what he does. He can't knock the guy at mm. all. Um, and he's been writing um, with various bands um, along the way. He um, did some uh, music with DNA, a band from yeah. sort of late 80s, early 90s, I suppose. Did some musical arrangement for Nina Cherry, people like that. Really? Yeah, yeah. He's done some good stuff. Um, and then he got into writing and producing with Massive Attack. So he's been with them for a very long time, actually, uh, working with those guys. Um, he's also done some uh, film stuff. They did Clash of the Titans. Oh, right. And he's just recently finished working on Halo 4. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, the, the game. For yeah. Halo 4, the game, does, yeah. Does he? Yeah. 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 How so, cool is that? Yeah, brilliant. Full, full orchestration and everything. But he could have taken it in a different way, and he, he might could've. even have been cooler yeah. if he'd have stayed doing... Well, uh, he could yeah. have. What was the name of the band? It, we were called the Gillespies. The Gillespies, uh, yeah, then? Yeah, it was kind of white soul, bit, as I say, a bit like Simply Red. Yeah. Um, it, and, you know, it, it worked well, but, you know, he decided that it wasn't for him, and he wanted to uh, go off in his own direction and do the things he did, which, uh, yeah, can't knock him. Um, I suppose, how many were, you, were, were, were there of you? <laughs> if that's the right question. Uh, there was a... I think we were about five or six oh, of right, us. Yeah, blimey. so it was a proper, a proper band with um, brass section, keyboards, yep. guitar, bass, backing singers, uh, drummer, uh, the whole caboodle. Really. You had the, the whole... Uh, so why, why did him going stop... Did he own the rights to the band, or did he say, well, if I, the band is mine... You would not yeah. play 
without me attending? Uh, no, I mean, we... Or do you just agree? No, I suppose he just felt that um, he he was best served by um, kind of writing material and with his um, partner at the time and uh, just kind of doing it that way, keeping it small and compact and, and just progressing it that way. And, it, you know, it's taken him it's taken him a long time to, uh, to to really make it big. And it's 25 years. Yeah. So, well, uh, yeah, he's I very suppose. dedicated, very talented, and um, he's put a lot of time and effort into... To, I think you're bigging him up too much, to be honest. Um, I right, think he okay, shouldn't... Yeah, yeah. There's an underlying tone of bitterness. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah, so you, why, why, why are you stood on the chair? Um, so <laughs> how does that take you in, into this next song? Um, well, obviously, the uh, Massive Attack angle. Um, he's co-written and produced um, a lot of their material. Oh, really? Years. Yeah, so um, I think this uh, this next song, which is obviously w- very well known for for the, the TV programme that it also uh, introduced, actually. So, uh, yeah. We'll have a listen, then. Let's have a listen to this one. I think this is a, a longer opening. Or is this how it was? Uh, this is how it was. This is how it was? Okay. So this is Teardrop by... Indeed.
Uh, we can talk over this outro, can't we? We can. Yes, come a bit closer. We can. That's better. Want to hear your dulcet tones there. So, that uh, that little link there was uh, the fact that you know this guy extremely well. He wrote this. Yeah, absolutely. And um, he's, uh, as I say, just done the Halo 4 game. So, he's uh, still out there, still still doing his stuff. And doing really well. Good yeah. Luck. Good luck to him. Yeah, fair play. Yeah, fair play. That you might be listening, and I. Uh, you hate him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, talking of hating, um, I don't mean that really. We've we got somebody on the phone now. Um, now this guy that's uh, that's on here was going to call in at around uh, quarter to eight, quarter to nine. Sorry, quarter to eight wouldn't been any good. Um, you may remember him. His name is Barry, and he used to be one of the presenters on the breakfast show. Good morning. I think I'm sacked then. Well, only mainly. Okay, fair enough. So Morning, you... chaps. How are you doing? How are you doing? We're not bad. Um, I'm a bit tired. Um, like I said, I just woke up around 9 o'clock thinking, I'm meant to be doing something. Um, then I had a quick look at the Twitter. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm meant to be doing. Yes. So I thought I'd give you a ring, so I'm sounding a bit rough. Are you in okay. bed? Uh, no, I'm not in bed. I've, I've got out of bed. I've moved to the kitchen. Have you got pyjamas on? I have, That's yes. okay, I'm just checking the rules, because, you know, technically that's illegal to use the phone in just your pants. That's true. So um, I put my I put pyjama bottoms on, oh. and I've, um, I've got a cup of coffee to sort of get myself woken up a bit. And um, But it's all quiet up here, everyone else is still asleep. Well, it is up north, isn't it? And it is, uh, you are a little bit further than Tewkesbury, aren't you, Norm? Uh, than, than you, sort of, to me, uh, up north is that's sort of Cheltenham, Tewkesbury, possibly Birmingham is like Scotland. Um, but Barry is in somewhere which is even further than that. Where is it? That's true. We're, I'm up in Carlisle, or just just a little village just south of Carlisle. Um, and normally we say that it's only five minutes north of Tewkesbury, but if um, the other day is anything to go by, it's actually seven hours north of Tewkesbury. Seven hours to get there. Because it, t- it took quite a long time because everybody was on the road. So I'm just hoping, because we're coming back down today, um, so we're hoping to set off probably around 11 or midday-ish. So you'll be back by tomorrow um, then? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's been a long one. So how are the folks? Are they okay? They're all great, yes. They're, like I said, they're all still asleep. We've got the... Um, staying at my parents' house, so um, they're all good. They, we had a, a good feed yesterday. We had some of mum, mum's lasagna. Oh. Um, with, um, let's, between four of us, we had about four bottles of wine, which was nice. Um, Is that... Well, not you and the kids? No. <laughs> no, no, I, no, that was just me. Oh, actually, that's fair so, enough. You were talking we, about uh, travelling yesterday, and yesterday I uh, I happened to nip down accidentally. The, the, my story is spiral. So when I texted you the other day, I was decided I wanted to buy a games uh, console thing for flying, um, the yoke and the pedally things. And I found a guy in uh, Almsbury selling them, actually. Well, he was he range-worthy. Um, so I decided then that the computer I wasn't fast enough, so I wanted to go and upgrade the motherboard and all that. So I drove down to... Um, place in bristol to get some bits and then as i got back on the m5 it was stationary and i spent an hour sat between junction 18 and junction 17 while they removed a lorry well it actually said heavy plant uh, recovery vehicle so i don't know why it needed such a big lorry for how big the plant was but it um what i what i couldn't what i noticed yesterday was the quality of drivers on the road was very much um non-core m5 users <laughs> middle lane hoggers it's the, it's the people who try and cut you up or are trying to get somewhere really, really quickly because they think that, that, that they're going to get there just by cutting everybody up. But the motorway is all about flow and 
you just got to go with it. And, and efficiency. Yeah, and but not staying in the middle lane. Especially coming or trying to get off at slip roads or leaving at the last minute or um, coming on like sort of really quite fast and dangerously. Yes, and it, it just spoils it for everyone else, really. Yes, and mainly uh, for me, which is more I, important to be honest. <laughs> yeah, so you, you you're driving down and you're just thinking, just get out, and it, it makes you angry. Yeah, um, you lose your karma. Should, should we just? I'll just play this very quickly for you, Barry, just to make you feel at home. Go on, then. Traffic and travel with Barry Kirby on the <laughs> Seven Ball Breakfast Show on Seven FM. You could do it now, couldn't you? What's the, what is the traffic like up there? Um, around here at the moment, it's actually very quiet on the roads. Uh, the the weather's looking quite good, so that it's, uh, it's not icy or anything like that. And all, everything seems to be flowing well, and it better stay like that for the next five hours. Oh, yeah, because you're coming home, aren't trouble. you? Yeah, that's how it starts, mate. I'm just going to do it again. Blah, 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 blah. And you meant to say, because so you've got you to do the closing bit so I can play oh, the out bit. And that's your traffic and travel with me, Barry Kirby, here on 7FM. And you're boring me now a little bit, mate, to be honest, so I'm going to hang up. Um, uh, <laughs> no, um, no, 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 don't go, don't go. No, uh, we're going to go to an ad break now, because um, it's that time. But it's been great talking to you, mate. I do miss you in a way that too. you would totally oh. understand. Thanks, sir. I'll be back later, and um, I'll give you a ring. And um, Come around for a coffee. Or beer or something. Yeah. Okay. We can go shooting. That's a good idea. Oh, we can't after the incident. All right. Well, yeah, technically. Okay, we'll uh, we'll catch up with you later, Barry. Thanks very much for dialing in. Are you back on next Saturday? I am indeed. Are you doing Thursday as well? Uh, is it this Thursday? I don't I know. I think it is, isn't it? It's the alternate. Well, yes, yes, it should be this Thursday. Barry is a uh, non-qualified doctor. Oh, really? Yeah. He oh, does nice. a show called the uh, Late Night Love Shack. And what he does, he is technically not qualified in any way to do this, <laughs> but he gives people relationship advice. Does he? Yes. Right. So far, we've been sued 15 times, and he's ended in three shows. Oh. I know. Right. So he's an ugly uncle. Yes, indeed. So, great to talk to you, Bar. Yeah, and you guys. Have um, a good one. Yeah, we'll see, see you later. later on, mate. Nice one. Bye. Cheers. Bye. Bye. For a good quality blind that's made locally and meets your exact requirement? Then call Ashley and Crystal Blinds. We have a wide selection of pleated, roller, Roman, Venetian, vertical window and wooden blinds. In fact, we have them all. Whether you have a need for blinds for your business or you fancy a change in your own lounge or maybe you want to give your kitchen a new look, give Ashley and Crystal Blinds in Hempstead a call for a free quote on 01452 422 255. That's 01452 422 255. Morning, sir. Hi, I'm checking in for my flight. Lovely. This is our pleasure. Holiday. And where will you be staying? With my parents. They live over there. Lovely. Travel insurance? Oh, no, thanks. Have you got travel insurance? Uh, no. Check to see if you need any vaccinations? No. Checked out the local laws? Uh, no, look. <laughs> Why do I need to know all this? I'm just staying with my parents. Uh-huh. Is either of your parents A, a local lawyer, or the chief of police, B, fabulously wealthy, C, the owner of a private plane with its own fully trained medical staff, or D, none of the above? Uh, D? Lovely. Are you a superhero and, in fact, immortal? Things can go wrong on holiday abroad, even if you're staying with family. So check it out before you check in.
Visit fco.gov.uk slash friends and family. To advertise on 7FM, email us at radio at 7FM.com. Yes, you're back with Andy Vincent Hugh as we just spoken to our very own Barry Kirby, who's up in Carlisle Lake. And I, I can't do a Carlisle accent. I don't even know what it is. It's sort of a bit Scottish and a bit northern, it's isn't it? Just on that border, isn't it, really? Yeah. We bought uh, a caravan from up there, bizarrely, and um, Bar- it was about five miles from Barry's mum and dad. So we drove up there, stayed at his place, and we had a bit of a road trip. Brilliant. And a half. And um, I was really surprised, the accent, because... The guy I spoke to, he, what did he say? I can't remember the word he said, but it sounded Scottish. And then the next word he said sounded Northernish. Yeah. And then the next bit was Welsh. So I don't know what's going on there. Right. I think he was Welsh. Yeah. Then, Probably something like that. Um, we were talking just then about this Wikipedia lark. Yeah. <coughs> and the most searched stuff. Um, yeah. It's kind of it's getting to the end of the year, isn't it? Yeah. So we thought, you know, what's uh, what's been going on there in the Wikipedia space? So what really? has been going on there? Well, you know, we got uh, we got our little list here, and we're just you know, have a look at what they say. So, um, number one was, um, dozen eggs, eh? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you brought the wrong list, mate. Uh, hang on, I've got my list. <laughs> sorry. Tin of beans, <laughs> sausages. <laughs> no, no, sorry, well. I've got the wrong list, out. Sorry. Yeah, okay. so, Wikipedia, yeah, Facebook, number one. Wow. Huge success, thought Facebook, it. yeah. Definitely. Massive. Wish I'd thought of it. Yeah, me too. Well, you wish I'd thought of it. Yeah, I wish you'd thought of it. And the guy who's running it, I bet you wish you'd thought of it too. Yeah, Yeah. I bet he wishes I had. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I can't watch it. I get so jealous. I just get really... I got this jealousy problem since the incident. That's okay. okay. Just work through it. It's fine. So what's the next one after Facebook then? This is UK, isn't it, by the way? Yeah, it is. Wiki. Oh, right. So what is Wiki? Do you know? Is it? Is it not Wikipedia? Well, it, it is, not but searching what? Wikipedia Wiki in Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Yeah, but where did like, the word wiki came from? Is it I just, you just, I'll make a word up like YouTube. Yeah. What, rela- this, what relative is... What? Sticky. Sticky? Sticky wiki. <laughs> For tumpsh. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's an interesting word, isn't it? These words come up and just from nowhere. It's funny, because when you, it's like when you buy a domain or you create a, oh, because I've just registered ui.la, which I was really pleased with, because it's a very short yeah. domain you can use for redirecting. But... You are user interface. I thought that'd be great, but all the successful stuff: yeah. Facebook, yeah. YouTube, YouTube. What is that got to do with videos? Nothing. And now tube has almost been associated with yeah. um, with videos because yeah. there's other type yeah, of yeah. tubes which we can't talk about, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like red ones. Um, and it's just it's weird how you, it these things come up. So wiki is a made up word, isn't it? It is it is a made up word by by the look of it on this bit of paper here. It looks made up to me. <laughs> <laughs> What's next then? Well, deaths. Deaths in 2012. Nice I mean, light topic. Yeah. What a thing to, to yeah. You know, look for so in Wikipedia space. Yeah, that's um, an interesting one. Okay. Um, one Direction. A deaths. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. One Direction. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One Direction. Yeah. They've been very successful, haven't they? To be fair. Yeah. And good yeah, luck to them. Well, to be honest. For their haircuts. Yeah. And, you know, one Direction haircut. Yeah. Yeah, good luck to them. The Avengers, number five. Oh, yes. Oh. They were good. They were yeah, good. It was back in the, uh, a long time ago time. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. And then there was the new Avengers. And the new Avengers. Mm. They came and along after. the film. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's why then. Yeah. Oh, see, yeah, that's why. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen it, actually. But, uh, it's here good. we are. It's 50. Is it? Have you seen it? I have seen it, yeah. It's, uh, it's not bad. 
Excellent. Brilliant. Excellent. Excellent. So Next one. Okay. Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. Um, have you read it? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't read it. I was in it. Were you? I was one of the door handles in the film. Were you? No. <laughs> Don't know why I said that. It's just a rubbish thing to say. Oh, but uh, very popular. Yes. Very popular picture. 2012 phenomenon. Phenomenon. Yeah. Okay. I don't really know what that means. Could is that it, possibly... What is, t- what is a phenomenon? Anyway, you know, in... Something bizarre, is it? isn't it? Isn't it, it like well, a thing? Is it not the supposed of end of the world on the 21st of oh, December? Oh, yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, we were all going to die a horrible yeah, death yeah, and bear no right. puppies yeah, no, and things oh, like that. That's right. I get it. Right. Okay. The Dark Knight Rises. Oh, right. uh, that's uh, the latest Batman. Batman. Yeah. Batman. I, yeah. Okay, not seen that. I'm going to watch that tonight for me now. Are you? Yeah. Brilliant. Over a nice uh, Chardonnay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that was... Yeah. Papa Beans. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Great film. Oh, and they're right. quite a way down, aren't they? Yeah, Google. Hate them. Google. How about that? Google. All the way down at number nine. Don't like them. No. I've got an issue with them. Have you? Personal issue. Although I'm under NDA, so I can't talk about uh, it. So what happened was, right? Anyway, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, uh, that's, I'm actually serious as well. I can't. Oh, uh, right. <laughs> I'll okay. tell you off air. Oh, okay. Fair, fair enough. And the last one. The Hunger Games. Mm, the Hunger Games. That's a film, isn't it? Is it? Is it? I thought it was a series. Is it a series? Is it? Is it a series of films? My hand up. And oh, the chaps have idea. just walked into the, uh, into the reception. Oh. Boys! The Hunger Game. What is it? The Jarrett's have just entered. Ah, right, okay. Excellent. Thanks for that, Sean. He is a font of knowledge there. It's a uh, one film and part of a trilogy. So, uh, it does sound familiar, actually. Does it? Yeah. Um, so it says there, and also, Hua Shan, a Chinese mountain feature in the world's deadliest hiking trail, is topped the Dutch list. And by contrast, cul-de-sacs <laughs> were the German site's most clicked entry. Cold de sacs Roman for dead end, isn't it, or it something? Was, yeah, it's a <laughs> <laughs> Oh, where would we be without Wikipedia? Yeah. I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll play a, uh, we'll play a song now, um, and then we're going to come back to Vince. He's got another song to play. Uh, we've got half an hour, so we've got loads to do, actually. We can, we can, we can do it all. Um, now, I like this song. I've had to de-swear it using my de-swearatron, because uh, Britney's gone a bit... Um, she's gone a little bit... Um, oh, what's the word? Sweary? Swe- yeah, sweary. Mm. We'll go with sweary. Very attractive for a girl. Um, but uh, she's gone a little bit native, I think, to be honest, which is fair enough. Um, but I think this is good. Uh, and she's bailed Will I Am, or as he was christened, uh, William, um, uh, the uh, Black Eyed Peas. And I think this is not a bad song. Okay. You can guess where the swear words are. Right. They're not there, by the way. That's just the internet. Bring the action. When you have this in the club, you gotta check turn it up. You gotta check turn it up. You gotta check turn it up. When we up in the club, all eyes on us. All eyes on us. All eyes on us. See the boys in the club. They're watching us. They're watching us. They're watching us. Everybody in the club. All eyes on us. All eyes on us. All eyes on us. I wanna scream and shout and let it all out. And scream and shout and let it out. We say you know, we are, we are, we are. We say you know, we are, we are, we are. I wanna scream 
and shout and let it all out and scream and shout and let it out. We say no, we are, we are, we are. You are now, now rocking with Will I Am in Bring the action. Rock and roll. Everybody, let's lose control. All the problem, we let it go. Going fast, we ain't going slow. No, no, hey, yo. Hear the beat, now let's hit the flow. Drink it up and then drink some more. Light it up and let's let it blow, blow, blow. Hey, yo. Rock it out, rock it out. If you know what we talking about. Turn it up and burn down the house. Half, half, hey, yo. Turn it up and don't turn it down. Here we go, we gon' shake the ground. Cause everywhere that we go, we bring the action. When you hear this in the club, you gotta check, turn it up. You gotta check, turn it up. You gotta check, turn it up. When we up in the club, all eyes on us. All eyes on us. All eyes on us. You see them girls in the club. They looking at us. They looking at us. They looking at us. Everybody in the club. All eyes on us. All eyes on us, all eyes on us. I wanna scream and shout and let it all out. And scream and shout and let it out. We say you know. Yes, indeed. Brittany. Well, we're going to go straight into James Arthur now. An impossible. Are you a James Arthur fan, Hugh? Um, I not, hate him. Not, not, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to talk all over him singing. Not, not particularly. No, I don't hate I him. I mean, I don't really, don't, I don't really listen to him. You're not a follower of X Factor? No. no. Are you, Vince? No, not, 
Nor me. Not after uh, I can't say. But uh, we'll play a bit of James, and I'm, I will finish talking all over him now. Maybe. And now, when all is done, there is nothing to say. You have gone up so effortlessly. You have won. You can go ahead. Tell them, tell them all I know now. Shout it from the rooftops. Write it on the skyline. Betrayal is worse Broken trust and broken hearts I know, I know When thinking all you need is there Building faith or nothing worse Empty promises will wear I know, I know And now when all is done There is nothing to say And if you're done with the embarrassing me FM is a non-for-profit community radio station which is self-funding and relies on advertising revenue and grants. If you have a local business and would like to take advantage of our extremely competitive advert rates, then email sales at 7fm.com or call us on 01452 348 551. That's 01452 348 551. We can get your advert on the air within 24 hours. This is ideal for those last-minute sales bargains. So contact us today at 7FM. 
Okay, here's a great recipe for a late night treat. Slice two potatoes into oblong chips. Heat oil and a deep fat fryer till very hot. Fall asleep in front of the late film. Let oil catch fire. Brown the kitchen nicely. Wake up. Leave pan on hob and don't attempt to move it. Do not pour water onto oil. Turn hob off if possible and get out of the house. Stay out and call 999. Cooking accidents are the cause of most house fires. Fire kills. You can prevent it. To advertise on 7FM, email us at radio at 7FM.com. Mmm, indeed. It is 7FM. Uh, it's me, Andy Clark. Who are you? Uh, hey. oh, who who sorry, are you? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Vince. Yes. I'm Hugh. Yes. We and are you are the We yes. are the Weatherly family part of. <laughs> <laughs> and where are the other Weatherlies today? Well, they uh, spread around uh, the West Country, actually. Are. Yes, Max and Zara and Judy are at home in Bath. And then um, other parts of the family spread around um, Midsummer Norton, Radstock, those sorts of uh, bits of the West wow. Country. You're definitely a West Country lad. Yeah, born and bred. Best place to be. It is a good place. Yeah. Lots exactly. of water at the moment. Yeah. Especially where it shouldn't be. Exactly. Not in rivers. <laughs> yeah, so that's not good. But no, it's a, it is a good... It, the West Country is a great place to be. It's got a lot of history, hasn't it? A lot of Roman yeah, history. A lot of history, actually. Of course, yeah. Bath being Bath, a spa yeah. town. Absolutely, As yeah. Chapman. Yeah. It's got a big apple. Yes. Taunton. Yes, you know, indeed, it has, hasn't it? So, yeah, isn't Taunton the Big Apple, really? Well, yeah, I think they might. I would call it the, uh, well, no, I can't say, of nowhere. But well, uh, you know, <laughs> Taunton Cider, I think. <laughs> oh, yeah, ah, yes, very true. <laughs> Taunton Cider. Taunton Cider. Yes, yeah. indeed. Um, okay, so we've only got 12 minutes, oh, no, we've only got 17, so I'm not really good at maths, you see, that's why um, <laughs> I, I sold my car for £4. Um... <laughs> We've only got 17 minutes to go, Time and it's the fine. end of two-hour show. I know, it's flown by, It has, it? hasn't it? Didn't Absolutely. I say it would? You did say it would, and What it did has. I say? I said it's fly by. What happened? It flew by. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Shall we play a tune? Something to do with, uh, well, your wife, I let's, think. Yeah, a family connection. Let's, yes. let's, let's do that now. Shall we play that, and let's then talk play. about it after? Yeah. Okay. Right. So this is White Snack, it isn't is it? It is White Snack. Yeah. yeah. And is this love?
said if you get to the end of the garden with it the handles will come off <laughs> oh hang on we've got to go to we've got to put the faders up now. oh we're, they're up already oh no so that song white snack yeah where did that come from? what does it mean to you well what it means to me is that uh, when my wife uh, and i first met we decided that we had to um you know we should have an hour tune in yes just it's legally come. binding in the contract i think isn't it's it legally binding and it yeah. was in our marriage vows yes. so you know we thought <laughs> okay <laughs> well we'll we'll think about what song we want so we decided we'd we'd play uh, we'd, we'd basically do it by writing the name of a song down on a piece of paper yep independently each other and swapping uh, our two notes over to see see if we buy magic oh wow thought of the same song and I, Julie, I said, you know, being a true gentleman, I said to Julie, you can go first and, uh, you know, reveal what your song is. And she said, is, um, is it Love by White Snack? So, really? <laughs> yeah. So, a bit of a smelling mistake, but I, you know, yeah, I didn't worry about that no, too you, much. You didn't ridicule her I didn't, profusely. No, I didn't over say a nice cool off on the, you know, I yeah. you know. So, White Snack uh, is our tune. And, and it contrasted, it, but my choice actually, we didn't manage to think of the same song. My, my song was... Um, Sexy Boots by um, Patrick McNeil. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> slightly polarised yeah. in there. Uh, well, actually, yeah. maybe not so much. No. I don't know. I don't know what you know. I thought, why not? Yeah. Give it a go. And she See, didn't accept that as no. an offer? No, she didn't. She couldn't accept my offer. So we, we plumped for, for White Snack. And uh, that's been our tune ever since, actually, and it's, uh, it's, it's never off our turntable. It's a good song, it's isn't it? It is brilliant. And it's off the album, I think it's Ready and Willing, is it? It might well be. Not sure, actually, but um, it's certainly one of the classic 1980s power pop songs. Do you know, this is Top coming, rock, this yeah. is all, I haven't heard this for a long time, but it's coming back to me. And I know that the opening track on the album is Fool for Your Loving. I think it's on side B of the LP. Wow. Wow, oh, that, where did incredible. that come from? Repressed. <laughs> I've got repressed white snakeism, <laughs> which can be nasty. It can be actually. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, well, I tell you what, we've had a really real laugh this morning. Have you got well, any more stories for us? You must have something. Um, <coughs> I, I suppose that I, one more sort of pop-related story. I suppose mm-hmm. a, a good friend of mine, um, uh, who was a drummer in a band. His name's Kevin Reed. He's in a band called The Letters, okay. actually, and they were um, they were excellent at what they did. Um, they were. I suppose going in the sort of late 70s early 80s and they were very kind of they weren't a tribute band at all there was original material but they were um, sounded a lot like the jam actually. oh yeah so, I like the jam yeah that, and they were really good and I think they've reformed actually in their sort of playing gigs around the area now but uh, they did actually get record of the week oh did on, they on Radio 1 actually for um, for a week Unbelievable. Really? Yeah. Record of the week for a week fantastic and uh, yeah they, uh, they did well I think they were offered various deals to uh to uh, you know, record their music and and go for, go for it. But uh, I, one thing led to another. Never really uh, really came off. But uh, they you know stuck with playing music. And as I say, they've got back together. But uh, you know, along the way, he's been playing other bands. I played with uh, Kevin in, in various bands. Uh, ah. Warner Brothers Sisters was uh, uh, completely forgettable. Um, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, we uh, got a long history of um, playing music together. Um, and uh, yeah, he's a terrific guy. Hopefully you, he's listening today. Yeah, that'd be good, yeah. T- t- does he know you're on today? No. Oh, what a shame. <laughs> well, you can always direct him to the Listen Again service anyway. Exactly. <clears throat> yeah, we'll do that. But uh, yeah, he's, he was really good for a quick roll on the skins. You talked about, uh, we did briefly mention the jam there. And again, when I was talking to Jules, uh, he said that the jam played their very last TV appearance on the tube. Did they? And you had something else to talk about the tube? Oh, uh, well, yeah. I think when I was in uh, Jono and the Dossers, um, and following the band that kind of um, succeeded that, we were, um, they, the, the tube were going to do a programme about the West Country. Oh. And um, we were kind of put ourselves forward to be included as part of that. And I've momentarily forgotten the name of the guy who was the researcher for the tube, but he went on to produce the uh, produce Top of the Pops. Did he really? He did. He was a Geordie. So what happened? Did you... Did we, you didn't... You weren't not in it because that guy, Neil, left. No, no, no. Because um, I'd have hated him even more. <laughs> me, personally. Not you, <laughs> oh, I me. I don't hate him. No, I but, don't. Uh, I don't hate him. But, um... Uh, I'm not sure the programme actually ever came off in the end. No. I'm not, not entirely certain, but, uh... We never got the call back. Oh. No, we're still waiting for it. Still waiting for it. <laughs> still waiting for well, the actually, call back. Well, actually, Vince Weatherly, <laughs> <laughs> tonight on 7FM... Uh, it's going to be a different show. Uh, yeah, sorry. Oh, well. But, uh, yeah. But I thought it was a bit strange when about, you know, two or three months later, there was all these bands from the West Country on. And, 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 and you weren't on there? I wasn't on it, no. Yeah. So, you know, my... Have you got a list? A hit list. Is <laughs> 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 it, the researcher from the tube on it? Yeah, yeah, yeah I've yeah, got a list as well. I've got a lot of people on it now, actually. <laughs> Just putting you two on their names. Well. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was, um, yeah. It was a brilliant programme. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Jules Holland was superb, wasn't he? On well, he did. Again, on, on his bit, he said it was... Um, 
the very first, he thinks it was the very first show, he called it unplanned, inane drivel. Which it wasn't, right. but it was, yeah. uh, he said it was, un- it was, what was the word he used? It was um, definitely unrehearsed right. it was live. Kind of, it was ad-libbed a bit, really, yes, wasn't it? it? Yeah, and, it was. Um, but that, that was... That made it. That made it. It made it interesting because of that, really. And he's got a, a natural... A certain style, isn't he, Jules Holland? It's very much like... It sounds like he doesn't yeah. really know what's going on. But actually, but in he his does. head, it's very switched on. really does know what's really going Really nice on. guy as well. Yeah, is he? Yeah, really nice guy to talk to. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. And he's got a recording studio, which yeah. is a converted... Isn't he... Hasn't he converted it into a railway station? That's right. Yeah. That's right. He was saying as well, because he's got a he's got the same piano as I've got for practising on. Ah, right. And um, he said that uh, the neighbours, he said... Um, the bad thing, the only thing they can hear, they can't hear his music, but they can hear his foot, because apparently he's doing that with really? his foot. Is every he? time he, you know, and, and I can appreciate that, and you probably can as yeah. well, with your foot tapping it when you're yeah. playing your He's got the same piano. Yeah, he's got a Clavanova. For, oh, right. He said he uses it for, um... Doesn't it make it a bit difficult when he wants to practice? He's got to come all the way to... I know, to my house. Yeah. I know, it's bizarre. Um, and of course I've got to Rihanna and, um, Katy Perry locked in the garage as well. Have you? It's an ongoing thing yes. that Barry talks about. Um, so it, we, we, we have a party best thing to do what really good old sing song definitely yeah. yeah good stuff that's how it starts you know well we've just got five minutes to go until it's all over no, but you must it. come back and do we, it again we will I'll, you know we'll do, we'd love to do that thank you for having yeah, us on your show on. yeah no really definitely it. definitely it's not it's not finished yet mine we, we got another minute to talk and then we can play a <laughs> tune to go over <laughs> right. oh, okay. so let's fill that minute with stuff okay what stuff shall we f- it with. Well, just, I just want to say to the listener that um, when Sean does his show, if the news goes wrong and plays itself again, it's not... Oh, hang on. Ah, uh, hang on a minute. It's five minutes long. That's why... That's interesting. The, the, uh, the news is wrong. That's why. The news they, is they, wrong. They've is sent, wrong. Yeah, the, jing- oh, the, the thing they've sent through is wrong. Oh, Yes, yeah. it's, it's five fault, minutes. Definitely. But it is. It's five minutes long. So I don't know how long that's going to be like that for. I'm going to have to edit it, aren't I? You are. Oh, oh crikey no. me! Oh, yeah. So oh, at least we know we know what to do now. Anyway, we know exactly what to do. Okay. So uh, that's filled that anyway nicely. So um, we'll play a song now to go out with. So we probably should go out with this one, I think, and the Justif Collection. Uh, do you like? Have you heard it? It sounds just like the original, to be honest. Very much like the original. It does, doesn't it? You always got to do a cover. You got to do exactly the same or completely different. Yeah. Have and they've done this exactly the same. Thanks for being on the show Thank today, you. guys. Thanks, Thanks for, for having us on. Yeah, very. This time. will be on the Listen Again service, and uh, we will be speaking to you again, no doubt. Okay. Thank you. With me.